0: Hi, I'm Matthew Bliss, the host of The Dead Drop, and if you love this show, subscribe in your podcatcher, leave a review, and tell a friend. We love your friends, especially their ears. Thanks so much, let's get into the episode. Ex-CEO picks up his unemployment in a Lamborghini? I'll have what he's having. Welcome back to The Dead Drop your secure delivery of video game news for Thursday, the 12th of October, 2023. Ubisoft is now claiming that they've improved their workplace culture after allegations of sexual harassment against longtime employees and senior staff in 2020. Their Chief People Officer, Annika Grant, has been in place since 2021 and remarked last month that they're navigating the misconduct crisis and that HR was part of the problem. Ubisoft has now improved their internal reporting system code of conduct, and added yearly mandatory training for all employees, though this wasn't all as five former employees of Ubisoft were arrested shortly after Grant presented this information at the Games Industry HR Summit. Hideki Kamiya left his CEO position at Platinum Games last month after founding the company 15 years ago, and now he has a YouTube channel. Responsible for the Bayonetta series and Wonderful 101, he says he's not planning to retire but has moved on from Platinum to pursue his own game development ideals, at least when his inferred non-compete agreement runs out. Historically, he has been fairly outspoken and secretive, of particular note is the Bayonetta 3 voice actor scandal not long ago, where he responded quite savagely on Twitter with seemingly no remorse. I'm sure he will do great things and his new career prospects but joking about receiving unemployment while driving off in a Lamborghini might be a bit more than the gaming public can bear. Disney is apparently considering turning the company from a licensing giant into a first-party development studio. With Marvel, Star Wars and other massive Disney IP available to them, and with highly successful games out there already, Bob Iger is hearing from senior executives that internal development makes sense. Unfortunately. Video Games Chronicle has reported this as Disney considering buying EA, though this is a tenuous link to a story months ago about EA actively pursuing a merger and taking calls with other companies in the wake of the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. Bit of a bait and switch there, team. Sony has revealed new, smaller form factor PS5 disc and digital-only consoles that will be available for purchase in November of this year. Optional extras for the announcement include a disc drive for the digital-only model and a vertical stand, but both will still have 1TB internal drives. The disc version will start at €550, Euro and the digital at €450. Euro. I'm in Ireland now, so you've got EU prices. And now, onto the plentiful game news. Bobby Kotick held a town hall meeting with Activision employees this week talking about how Microsoft will add significantly to their ability to make games. He did, of course, quickly drop that the re-emergence of Guitar Hero would only be possible with Microsoft, and of course the news outlets love chat of a reboot. Bobby keeps hinting that Guitar Hero may return with the advent of AI development. As an Activision title that had a massive following and revolutionised rhythm games for a time, he'd be necessarily invested in it. His influence could be extremely limited, though. Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle, previously a Stadia exclusive title, is now getting a new lease on life on all other platforms. After Google killed Stadia, many first-party titles from devs were left stranded. It's good to see some titles getting a new lease on life on supported platforms. It will be releasing sometime next year, though on a sour note, Nintendo shut down Pac-Man 99 online functionality only days ago. As we expect the Activision Blizzard acquisition to complete at the end of this week, now gamers are musing on what will appear on Game Pass. On Twitter they've mentioned games such as Diablo 4 and Modern Warfare 3 won't make it there just yet, but they will be talking about the new titles that will become available on the service shortly. Dead Island 2 will launch their first story expansion in November of this year. They have stated that two expansions are in development, and rightly so, as it took eight years for the game to come to fruition in the first place. Overwatch 2 is stealing your money again, as the new Lilith skin, a Diablo 4 crossover, is only available with the Ultimate Battle Pass bundle in Season 7. And it's 40 US dollars. Blizzard is copying it for microtransactions and paywalls at the moment. Maybe they are the new EA? The Nintendo Switch has received a system update that includes system stability improvements, GUI files, time zone data, and the words "thought" and RE have now been added to the banned word list in all languages. It is Thursday, my dudes. And lastly, footage of the LA cops who were prosecuted for playing Pokemon Go while on duty has been released publicly. It shows them hearing calls about a robbery in their police car and ignoring them to catch a Snorlax and evolve a Togetic. But what I love about Eurogamer is that they know their audience. In the second paragraph, they clarify that Togetic is specifically the evolution of the Pokemon Togepi. This is how you give gamers the information they need. Thanks so much for sticking with me on the Dead Drop Game News podcast. If you've got a video game podcast and would like your trailer featured on the show, Send it to deaddroppod at gmail.com, and I'll pop it on the end. Au revoir, and I'll see you in the next episode.